Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about a topic that comes up from time to time. Uh, it's a phrase that is the run on the bank or a bank run. So what is a run on the bank? Oh, good question. Well, a bank run or run on the bank is when many, many clients of a given financial institution like a bank all decide to withdraw their money from the bank all at once. Now, typically they're doing this because they might believe the bank may cease to function in the near future and so that they worry about not being able to get access to their cash. But why and how exactly does this create problems for a bank? If I give my bank $1,000 today, shouldn't it not be an issue at all if I want to withdraw it all tomorrow? So it's a problem because we are in a fractional reserve banking systems where banks normally only keep a small proportion of their total assets as cash. So you might have heard that phrase before, fractional reserve banking. It's a system of banking basically operating in almost all countries worldwide where banks that take deposits from the public are actually only required to hold a specific proportion of their deposits and liabilities and liquid assets, you know, meaning the cash, right, as a reserve. And for the rest of it, they're at liberty to basically lend it out to borrowers. Okay, I feel like this is something which we need to ELI 5. So can you explain like I'm 5, a fractional reserve banking system? Sure, I can try. Um, let's say a bank takes $1,000 from you and a thousand other customers too. So now that they have basically a million dollars in deposits. So they might have a reserve requirement of only 10%, meaning they have to hold only $100,000 in cash at any given time, you know, 10% of a million dollars. And the rest of that $900,000, they can basically lend out, let's say to provide, you know, mortgages for other customers and other efforts. I see. So on a normal day, there's no issue with you drawing your $1,000 from the bank. But if every customer wants to withdraw all their money all of a sudden, you know, the bank has a problem. So when was the very first bank run? Uh, so bank runs first appeared as part of cycles of something called a credit expansion. They really started from the 16th century onwards. And we've talked about a few of these on previous episodes of ELI5. You remember we did an episode on the Dutch tulip mania in the 1630s? Oh yes, ELI 5 tulip mania. That was where we explained the first speculative bubble and its lessons. Yep, yep, that's right. And we also mentioned the British South Sea bubble in the 1700s in our episode on ELI 5 bear markets, where we asked where, you know, bear market markets got their name from. Of course, bear markets. That was one of my favorites too. So why would someone want to start a bank run? What's the psychology behind it? Oh, well, I think it was actually someone named Mervyn King, the governor of the Bank of England, who said it best when he noted that it may not be rational to start a bank run, but it is rational to participate in one once it has started. <laughs> you know, it's a number of things that can really start a bank run, even when it's started by maybe a false story. The whole problem is that even depositors who know the story might be false still have an incentive to withdraw if they, well, suspect other depositors will also believe that story. So if it's going to happen, you kind of want to be first in line. 
That's why the story becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. And in fact, it was、uh, Robert K. Merton, the guy who coined the term self-fulfilling prophecy, who actually specifically mentions bank runs as a prime example of the concept in the book he wrote on the topic called Social Theory and Social Structure. Yes, I remember that one. It seems that bank runs happen much more often during recessions. That is a good thing to note.、Uh, if you look in the past, the you know everything from the post-Napoleonic Depression in the 1800s to the Great Depression in 1929 to 39, they all featured these you know bank runs and panics.、Uh, in fact, you might say many of the recessions in the United States were actually caused by these banking panics. I mean, the Great Depression itself contained several banking crises, consisting of runs on multiple banks, all from 1929 to 1933. Luckily, at that time, they were often specific to regions of the U.S. That's true. Bank runs were especially bad in states whose laws allowed banks to operate only a single branch, because this dramatically increased the risk compared to banks with, you know, multiple branches. Particularly when single branch banks were located in areas maybe economically dependent on a single industry. It was also、uh, captured in the film "It's a Wonderful Life." I think there's a bank run in that from about this era. Yes, yes, yes. In that film, it's actually a case of a bad guy character named Mr. Potter, who starts a bank run with a false rumor. And you know, the, the whole movie was about the bank was the family business called Bailey Brothers Building Alone, owned by a young character named George. And George even has to cancel his honeymoon and put his honeymoon funds into the bank to try to keep it solvent. Hmm, very sad. So now let's turn to how do you prevent a bank run? Oh, so there are several techniques that can reduce the chances of bank runs, but nothing is really foolproof.、Um, you can, you know, have a higher reserve requirement for starters. So basically, you require banks to keep more of their reserves as cash. Mm-hmm. In fact, in most countries, there's also the organization of central banks that act as a lender of last resort. There are also things like deposit insurance systems, such as in the U.S., you know, it's called the FDIC, which stands for the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And of course, governments,、uh, the full backstop, can bail out banks as they've done at you know some points in history. But you know, you know, none of these preventative measures work 100%. As the psychology is such that even if you know that there's deposit insurance, if you think a bank run could occur, again, the incentives are like you're still motivated to go get your money out of the bank first. I see. So with that, bank runs continue to happen even in recent times. Absolutely.、Uh, you know, just、uh, this year, right? Earlier this year, in February 2022, the sanctions against Russia during the 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine and the removal of Russian banks from the SWIFT system led to a bank run across multiple Russian banks. And even as recently as last month, in November 2022, the crypto exchange FTX experienced something you know pretty similar to a bank run when customers all tried to withdraw their funds all at once. Leading to FTX's bankruptcy. Well, now we know. Thanks for that. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast@gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have comments and suggestions for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to go leave us a review or a rating on Apple iTunes, because it helps other listeners to find this podcast. As always, thank you to the community at r/explainlikeim5, and we will see you all next week.